0: It's time for Ultimate Bass, your all-bass fishing radio show. We'll take you fishing across the country and across the street in pursuit of America's favorite game fish. Ultimate Bass puts you in the boat with the world's best bass anglers and tournament pros. And now, here's the host of Ultimate Bass, tournament pro
1: Kent Brown. Hey guys, it's Saturday morning, March 11th. We're springing forward this weekend. (laughs) Well, we lose an hour of sleep and gain an hour of fishing in the afternoon. Uh, starting tomorrow, but, but, and I'm going to warn you guys, if, if you're fishing the tournament club derby, whatever, um, you know, every since we started going, um, a week later on the, uh, on the, uh, time swap, uh, than we used to. And, uh, and we went a week later in November, you know, when we fall back, uh, the GPSs on your boat may or may not adjust the time. Uh, and just about every year somebody on a sunday uh is going to wind up you know not not showing up at weigh-in on time. So anyway, just remember that. Man, what a weekend. Red Crest is going on. Uh it is the uh it is the big $300,000 first place championship for the Bass Pro Tour anglers in Lake Norman, Charlotte, North Carolina, the big Red Crest show. Uh, and the Red Crest tournament going on, and and uh, it, it has been uh, it has been a shootout. I hope you guys are following along and kinda, uh, kind of kind uh, of watching some of the live coverage. It's been really cool. Uh, a lot of great fish being caught. Brian Thrift, man, he's a local back there. Uh, Norman is his home lake, and he is uh, absolute hammer there. And uh, a lot of uh, a lot of guys expecting him to uh, kind of dominate that one. But uh, they're down to fifteen today. Down to fifteen anglers, and uh, and a couple. Well. One of our West Coast guys uh, still in it. Uh, Cody Meyer still in uh in that uh in that final final uh knockout round before they cut to ten tomorrow and uh and go off to uh go off to uh the championship round where uh wherever you know and the weights are carrying over through the knockout rounds and into the championship round. Um so that part's pretty cool. Thrift led yesterday uh was 1712, Jacob Wheeler. Eh, what a shocker. In second, Alton Jones Jr. In third, Adrian Avena, JVD, Jonathan Van Dam, KVD not making it into the knockout rounds in what could be his final uh, championship tournament, as he, uh, as he said. Uh, Casey Ashley, uh, Edwin Evers, Randy Howell, Jesse Wiggins, Dakota Ebert, Dustin Connell, Matt Lane, Cody Meyer, Octafo, and Anthony Gagliardi all fish um, today. Just a couple ounces uh, missing the cut by two ounces uh, our buddy Brenaler finished up in 16th. Uh let's see, eliminated yesterday was Ayler, Zach Burrs, Jeremy Lawyer, Fletcher Shryack and Andy Montgomery. So uh pretty pretty cool to watch uh in the five fish, still a lot of excitement around the uh around the uh, cut line, although uh the, the leaders through uh through a lot of the rounds were just practicing, man. They were just practicing. So uh, so that part was uh, that part was pretty cool, but uh, it was fun to kind of keep an eye on on what was going on uh, down there. We're going to be going live to Charlotte, North Carolina. We're going to be uh, hanging out with Hall of Famer and uh, and talking to uh, one of the guys that uh, originated Major League Fishing. Gary Klein's going to join us today uh, from uh, Redcrest and uh, get an opportunity to talk to Gary. Not fishing it this year. Did not qualify through uh, the Bass Pro Tour. But uh, we'll get an opportunity to uh, talk to Gary as well. We're going to be going a little bit later in the show. We're going to be talking to uh, my buddy Caden Cross. And uh, Caden uh, won the uh, the youth division over uh, last week at Lake Berryessa, um, the Future Pro Tour. And his dad and Danny Sazie, uh, hey, they won the tournament too uh, on Sunday. They came back. They used Caden's fish and they won. Uh, you know, Danny's, Danny and Danny are a hell of a team but uh but pretty cool it looked like the last uh maybe maybe the last year for for uh for danny and danny to fish together because i think caden's taken over but uh, he's going to be hanging out with us tell us how he did it um how about last week wild west bass trail at lake oroville oh my gosh i predicted it uh you know my predictions normally never come true and, uh, you know, I wrote a press release just a couple of weeks before, or a couple of days before the Oroville tournament talking about, you know, how good it's going to be and what great spot of bass fishing it was going to be. But there might be one of those unicorn Lake Oroville largemouth show up and just, you know, derail everything. Yeah, it did. Uh, it did 12 was a 1286, uh, Logan McDaniel 1286. That wasn't his five fish bag. That was just the biggest one he had in the bag. Uh, pretty cool there And and. uh, Forty thirty six to top the field. Uh, we talked to uh, J R Wright last week uh, when he was leading the event going into Saturday. Uh, J R finishing up in second. Nick Wood picking up the Ranger Cup money again in third. Ryan Friend now leading the points in the Wild West Bass Trail in fourth. Uh, Ryan McIntosh in fifth. Cody Murray in sixth. Aaron Britt, Joseph Orozco, Richard Dobbins, and Glenn Lockhart round out the top ten. Pretty much a bunch of hammers uh, at Lake Orville. And you know if you caught a twelve eighty at Lake Orville. Uh, the really cool part is, is yeah, we're gonna we're kicking it off with you, right? So let's go, let's go right now to uh, uh, Logan McDaniel. We got him up early just to tell us about a fish story. Uh, man, have, has that wore off yet? Or are you still seeing that big one uh, la- land in the net, buddy?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm reliving the dream every every little bit, man. <laughs> it's uh, it's awesome to finally get my PB and have it happen in a
1: pro am. You know, I could have asked for anything uh, more than that. Oh, absolutely, and and tell us tell us about the fish. You had good fish to go with it. I mean, you really did. You had uh, you had a good uh, you had good fish. You know, going with it, it wasn't like it was just one unicorn. But man, when you get uh, what tw- was it twelve eighty six or twelve eighty seven? It was twelve eighty six. Eighty six. Um, okay. Twelve eighty six. It was kind of
2: kind of strange because practice I had out there was just terrible. Um, I caught one fish in two days and. You know, I'm a local here in Oroville, and going into the tournament, I wasn't 100% confident on uh, on that I was going to get five strikes a day. The lake was uh, fishing pretty tough. So when that thing bit um, on the second day, it just uh, really helped calm my nerves down. And um, at that point, I knew I made the cut. Yeah. Um, so it was an exciting moment for sure. Um, had one fish in the boat, up, or two fish in the boat up to that point. It was uh, just about noon. And uh, very exciting time. I hooked her, and I knew when when she bit. I knew it was a big one.
1: <laughs> well, now I've heard that I've heard that you had you you had in the same area, like the same cast, same rock. You had a big one on prior to uh, the tournament, and during during your pre-fishing uh, up to the event, was it? You think it was the same one?
2: Oh wow, that's a, yeah. Bringing that up, um, so. A couple, uh, for sure, a couple weeks before the tournament, I just was on a hunch and decided to head out to Oroville because the lake was coming up so much and it, things started coming into play and it was looking really pretty. So I decided to head down there and made a run out to this one spot and get up in there and right out the gate, I started getting bit on this really big lure I was throwing. Yeah. And it kind of surprised me because it, I was strictly wanting to catch a largemouth that day. And right off the gate, I started getting bit. And anyway, one of the bites, the first bite, I set the hook on this thing, and it immediately started uh, going to deep water and peeling the drag. And, you know, I, I'm i thinking, man, I got a good four or five pounder on. This is awesome. And <laughs> I'm fighting this fish for a minute, and all of a sudden it spits my hook. Oh. I was throwing an EWG, like a light wire, like EWG, um, weedless hook right and it spit it and i'm thinking man how did i lose that fish usually i i got them pretty pegged on those things and i reel it back in and i'm going back down the bank along along this uh, stretch of water here and i'm i'm throwing to the bank a little bit and i'm just reliving that bite over and over in my head and i'm thinking man that was a good fish i know that was a good fish and i really wish i could fill that again and <laughs> it was no sooner than me thinking that all of a sudden, my line, wham, I get hit again. And I set the hook on this thing, and the exact same thing happens. This thing starts going to deep water, and I'm yelling at my girlfriend, wow, this is a good one. This feels like a giant. Yeah. And um, all of a sudden, this thing comes up and jumps just halfway out of the water, but the mouth opened the whole time with my lure hanging out of it, and it was every bit of as big as that fish. I mean, honestly, when it – it when it uh, jumped off it i had it on for probably 30 seconds it jumped twice total yeah and i probably made a, a 40 foot cast 40 or 50 foot cast and she bit it on the bank like all in three feet of water and uh and i fought it all the way back to the boat just down netting range and it jumped for the second time when it spit me and when I seen that fish, I said, "Oh my gosh, that was a thirteen pounder." And it's funny because I told the story to so many people. Went, yeah, like, it was a seven,
1: right? And but okay, yeah, they're oh, okay.
2: Like, you're crazy. <laughs> there ain't even fish that big in Orville. And I'm like, you don't understand This thing was giant and then yeah. and then just to be able to go right back to that same water and then i think it might have been the same fish i don't know because honestly i think they're pulling up in that area right and i think that um there's actually more than uh definitely more than just a couple in there um i um i hooked the one and lost it which i never got to see that fish but it was in an identical bite to the one that i did see just moments after that and what was crazy in the tournament is i'm going down the water and uh, I catch her, the 1286, and about five minutes later, um, I get bit, like, maybe five feet off the boat. Um, just about to pull my uh, A-rig out of the water, and wham, I get smoke again. And I set the hook, and I, and I got this fish on for just a split second, just enough to, to have it come into view down in the water. And the visibility of the water was probably only maybe... I don't know, two feet or so in the tournament. So you could kind of see down in there decent. Um, I seen it swirl and turn as, as it spit the hook yeah, and it was like another 10 pounder Oh, and I just went, Oh my goodness. I almost almost showed up there with two of them things that day. Oh, that would have been crazy. But
1: yeah, I mean, what a, what an amazing experience. And you know, at Orville when you're catching two pounder after two pounder, you know, one tens and, and one nines, and then all of a sudden that fish shows up it's like it's got to look 20 pounds when it's coming to the boat because you know you're you're catching the smaller ones man it's so cool to uh to see you win that tournament you could see the excitement when you walked on stage with that fish and and uh you know i was kind of half watching and and half not watching the the way in, and and then you know, you know, somebody, my phone started blowing up. You know, it's like, oh my god, you know, did you see that fish? So I had to, I had to go back and and uh, and see see the fish. I actually missed the first time you waited in, but uh, man, what a cool, what a cool day! And um, you know, to top the field, pick up fourteen thousand dollars is always pretty fun. Um, man, that was great. Yeah, that was that was a that was amazing. How'd you do it, Shasta? Did you fish Shasta? Um,
2: in the pro am i did not no. um i fished the team the team event up there um yeah. i think a couple weeks before that and uh and i think i took a 30th place or something i was down in the pack a little bit it, it was a good bite and i was uh super bad weather out there that day and i was thinking i was doing a lot better and then when the weight started showing up um some good weight was caught in that yeah. little team event
1: so. yeah they were so how yeah. about the next one will you go on or you just go to uh stay there beat up everybody at orville
2: Man, I definitely want to keep fishing. so at this exact moment, I'm building my house right now out in Dobbins, uh, kind of by Bowler's Bar Reservoir. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of Bowler's Bar. Right? I have. Absolutely. Been... Yeah. So I'm probably five minutes down the road there, just in the little town, a little town down yeah. in there, Dobbins. And, um. I've been building my house for the last year. I'm just about to move into this thing, so I think I'm going to take the winnings and just try to finish
1: things up. You, you over have there. couch money. That's good. That's good. You have <laughs> furniture money, uh, man. That's awesome. Congratulations! You know, kind of a life, uh, uh, a lifetime experience you will never forget for sure. And I know you're from the Orville area, so. Uh, so you'll understand that we got to bail out cause I got the king of the Oroville fishermen coming up later, uh, with oh, Gary awesome. Klein. So, uh, from Red Crest, but man, so cool. Yeah. And, uh, you definitely beat a whole pack of Lake Oroville hammers that were up there in that top 10. Thank you, man. I appreciate you inviting me to the podcast and, uh, uh what an honor. Ah, awesome. awesome. Logan McDaniel guys, the champ last week, twelve eighty-six big fish Lake Oroville, Logan, Keep it up, buddy, and uh, we'll, our pass will cross soon. Thank you, man. You got it. Bye. Man, how excited. It, you could just hear that in his voice. He was excited. Stick around. Keith Rockinside joins us to tell us a little bit about the Sable Warrior Tournament coming to Clear Lake. Ultimate Bass
0: with Kent Brown. We'll be right back.
5: ¡Suscríbete Action in the casino offering the newest in slots and table games and the steakhouse and bar. And now it's time for Doc Talk.
1: Hey guys, it is time for Doc Talk. And coming up here, <clears throat> April the 1st, uh, the Sable Warrior team tournament. And uh, joining us this morning, Keith Rockinsaw is going to tell us all about it. Get you guys signed up. Only a $200 entry fee and a great cause. Good morning, Keith. Hey, let's try that again. Hey, Keith, you there? I am. You got me. Now? I do have you, buddy. I do have you. I think you might have me on speaker. If you do, let's not do that. Let's try to kick it over. If if, if we do, but uh, man, the Save a Warrior tournament coming to uh, Clear Lake April the first. Great team tournament. Should be a lot of fun.
6: Yeah, it's a great event and a great cause. You know, Save a Warrior is a great foundation. Um, it supports uh, programs for uh, military. Veterans and first responders providing mental health programs for them. So we're really looking forward to putting on the tournament.
1: Man, all Uh, this weather, all this weather is going to, uh, is going to, uh, you know, hold up that bite a little bit. Should fall just about perfect timing for those giants to be biting at Clear Lake,
6: too. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, you know, that spring bite's there when everybody gets there and and you've been there for that. You know how phenomenal it is. So it's going to be a good time on the water and off. You know, we're going to, we're going to, the tournament's April 1st, um, signups. We're going to have signups the night before March 31st at Clear Lake Outdoors. And, and, uh, Clear Lake Outdoors is putting on a little barbecue for everybody. We're doing a raffle prize there. We got over $6,000 in raffle prizes that are going to be there for everybody. So we're going to give a lot of stuff away, including one big one. That's a, it's a two day trip for a goose hunting trip for four people to Texas with Prairie Bomb Outfitters. You know, that's almost a $3,000 value. We're going to be giving that away um so it's going to be fun for everybody
1: oh that's awesome man what a great event and i know you've put a lot of time into it and uh a lot of other folks i hope signups are going good and and you know i mean there's not uh there's not a lot of big pro-ams you know there's some big tournaments missing from clear like this year hopefully this will be one of those tournaments to kind of make it up for everybody you know that you'll we'll have a uh, a ton of folks out at clear like april the first and and get signed up where can they get more info and i know you've got everything up on the pages of dot com in the forum but uh, any any place else they need to get info
6: no that's the main place i'm putting everything up at you know that's that's the main people i want to contact and get the info out to. and i you know i try to put it, it, it out a little Little at a time, and if, as I get more information in, I'll put it out. Um, but okay. basically, bottom line is it's April 1st, sign ups on the 31st. We'll also have sign ups available the day of if they need to that morning, because so some people may not be able to get up there. Right. Um, Blast off will be okay. at Library Park, and check ins will be at Skylark, and Skylark's the host hotel.
1: That's awesome. Keith Rockensaw, guys, the Save-A-Warrior Tournament coming to Clear Lake, and that's going to be April the 1st and going to be a lot of fun. You guys get signed up for it. Great cause, great people, and uh, really kind of looking forward to uh, seeing what's going on up there with that event. Buddy, I appreciate it. Uh, As always, I wish I wasn't in Long Beach at a boat show that weekend because I would be up there to fish that. That that, uh, that sounds like such a great cause and great tournament. And uh, let's uh, let's try to get the word out one more time before the tournament week. Okay.
6: Thank you, sir. Have a good day. Thank you for having me on. I greatly appreciate it. You got it, guys.
0: And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. Hey, guys, we're
1: back. And next week, uh, Major League Fishing Toyota Series hits the water on the California Delta. I know what you guys are thinking. Uh, It's been tough down there. And when it gets tough down there, well, we got to go to some Delta Rats. To find out what's going on, and uh, and and one of our favorite Delta rats, a guy that uh, kind of tore him up last year on the Delta, or buddy Obdy Williams. Obie joins us this morning. Uh, what in the hell is wrong with your river? <laughs> morning Ken, how you doing, baby? Good, how you doing? Good, Obie man. Good to hear your voice, buddy. And uh, and Me I was too, I was so sad we couldn't get you to the ISE show this year. I know you had other commitments, but uh, man, yeah.
7: You know, I was just looking at the video of the uh, prior years when, uh, me and you was on the, on the tank and, uh, I got a new video about to come out, uh, tomorrow. Um, it's a two part, but uh, I got that video in my, uh, video I'm putting up and everything. And every time I looked at it, I said, man, I wish I was going to be there, but hopefully next year we'll make that happen. So I get on the tank and, uh, And talk my talk.
1: We'll do it, buddy. We'll do it for sure. Man, tell me, what's going on with your river down there? Obviously, we got water. That's a good thing.
7: It's washed out a bunch of of weeds, I'm sure. Uh, Oh, man. It's a different delta due to that. You know, um, I've been going out the last couple of weeks. Well, actually, this whole year has been tough. Ever since we got that heavy rain, on one hand, we were like, oh, great. We're going to have all this water. That should definitely turn this fishery around. But man, all that runoff just dirtied up the delta. Like ninety percent of the places I've been, it's just chocolate everywhere, and it just got these fish confused because it, it just shaped up for a tough bite. Usually this time of the year, we're 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 full swing catching them. Yeah, you know,
1: exactly. Um, you know, we we used to laugh about it because uh, in the old days of doing sports shows, we'd be like the first week of March, we'd always be at San Mateo, right? And, uh, and man, you know, then the weather <laughs> yeah. would always start to be turning a little bit nice. And I remember being there with Dobbins and Barrick and all of us, you know, going to the show going, Oh man, they're going to smash them on the Delta today. You know, so you can always set your clock by the first week of March this year. It's just been pushed exactly. back a little. So, yeah. so major league fishing Toyota series coming next week. And, yeah. uh, and I know that, uh, you know, they're looking for signups obviously, and, and yep. maybe a lot of folks that are just kind of apprehensive, maybe to go or I'm not catching them or the Delta sucks. Uh if we
7: yeah. just this little warming trend's gonna help, isn't it? Oh, oh definitely, definitely. You can start you can tell every day, uh, even though we've been having this type of weather, we've been having warmer mornings, warmer nights. Um, and you know, uh last week we had like kind of the two okay days, and I saw a couple of fish move up. Um, but they're, like, up and down, up and down. I think certain, some areas in the Delta, you can catch them, you know. It's yeah. like it's dirty everywhere, but some spots are less dirtier than others. And, you know, it's going to require you to drive around, put some work in, and kind of try to find those areas that's from a little bit less stained than others and also where some of these fish are biting. I mean, I don't think you're, you're catching a lot, but uh, you can catch them. It's just—it's uh, not as easy as it used to be right no, now. No, exactly. it's kind of old school delta fishing, isn't it? Yep, yeah, exactly, exactly. Pop out the jigs, the crank bait, the jerk baits, the finesse. Um, like you said, it washed out so many of the weeds right now. Uh, but for for us punchers who love to punch, it's just not a lot of it out there to yeah. punch. And if you do find some good punch stuff, uh, most areas are so dirty that. It's just, it's just not happening right now, and it's definitely uh, making you really have to sit back and think and get creative, and definitely go into your toolbox of baits and pull out something that you normally don't pull out. Don't
1: you think that with a lot of the weeds getting washed out this year, though, it's going to give some other anglers maybe a little more opportunity? Uh, you know, <laughs> like...
7: Locals talk about all the time. Like yeah. them spinnerbait
1: guys, and them yeah. chatterbait guys, and uh, yes. them, them, them square bill guys, and... Uh, yeah yeah they
7: got all the opportunity uh this go around you know all us locals who who stick with our guns on the things we like to fish especially this time of the year is uh the is, is now anyone who uh fishes pro- uh like you said the spinner the chatter the crank those guys they can come out here and definitely make some magic happen because a lot of areas where you couldn't throw a crank bait. You can throw a crankbait there now. Right. You know, and um, like I said, I had to go dust off my spinnerbait box and crankbait box. <laughs> <up. laughs> I had find to find out there I had to find them exactly. I was like, okay, well, this is different, yeah. you know, uh, but I think at the same time, what's happening to the Delta is definitely for the better. Um, once it turns on, I think it's going to turn on in a major way. And it's still any day, you know, any day. That's why even with the the Toyota uh, tournament coming down here, uh, you know, someone's going to catch them. Yes, someone's (laughs) going to catch them, no (laughs) doubt. And You know,
1: there'll be some local, pull a bunny out of a hat. I've seen you do it a time or two. Uh, (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) I mean, I'm not worried that you guys are going to show up and not catch any all week. Uh, right. you know, I know you're going to catch them for sure. So it's, uh, it's going to be, oh, definitely going to be fun, going to be fun to keep an eye on. I know there's more weather coming next week and, uh, and, and, you know, everybody's got to be safe down there. Still, still safe to navigate the Delta. I know you've been out there a little bit, still safe running around. It's not real dangerous.
7: Yeah, no, no. I was out yesterday and, uh, no, it's, uh, it's definitely, I mean, a lot of float, the debris that's floating around is like tulies and hyacinth. Um, dead hyacinth and stuff. Um, I haven't. I didn't see any like logs or uh, anything that would uh, damage your boat or put you in harm's way. Right. Um, but I did see a lot of dirty water. <laughs> but it was crazy to you'll see the lines as you're driving from dirty to not so dirty to a little bit clear, but back to super dirty. You know. And yeah. I, you know. I'm like, goodness, this is crazy. And then all your all my spots that I like a uh, two weeks ago that I'm like, okay, well, I'm kind of. Figuring it, figuring it out. Some of these fish are moving and I'm able to catch a couple here and a couple there and then some weather come in. I'll go back to these spots and then it's just totally a different area. Exactly. You know, and I don't have to redo everything. So it's uh, definitely one that uh, it's not going to be easy, but you definitely can get it done. And uh, that's why kind of, that's some of the best parts of fishing, the adventure. You exactly. know, having to
1: switch it up. Exactly right. Exactly right. Well, buddy, we're going to be watching you next week. You guys can get signed up major league fishing toyota series the california delta uh still time to get signed up you guys can uh, give a, yeah give a call to the to the to the ladies back there at major league fishing on monday at area code uh, 270-252-1000 give them a holler and uh, they will get you all signed up for the Toyota series coming to the California Delta and uh it's gonna be uh it's gonna be tough fishing, but uh man, it's gonna be good. This guy's always tough, always one to watch. Our buddy
7: Obi. <laughs> you gotta leave me with the pat to the Obi line as you leave though, bud. Oh, you you already know, Kent, and I like to tell everybody out there. This is still the California Delta, baby. And I want to send you all the dupe that yeet the D. Uh, Love you guys, baby.
1: <laughs> I love you. Obie Williams, guys. Always fun <laughs> when we get to hook up with Obedee. And uh, one of the hammers on the California Delta, without a doubt. Stick around. We're going to go to Redcrest Live, Charlotte, North Carolina, with Bass Fishing Hall of Famer Gary Klein. Stick around, guys.
0: Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back
8: a series of fish and ski fiberglass boats or the all-new Riata pontoon line. Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon online at GFmarine.com or build your dream rig at rangerboats.com.
6: Are you looking for something different than what every other angler is using on your favorite lake? Are you into one hundred all-American handmade wooden swim baits, crankbaits, lipless baits, wake and walk the dog baits? Do you like using big baits and catching big fish? If so, then check out the Ketchup Carol Bait Company's line of custom handmade baits at KetchupCarrowBaits.com or at Tackle Warehouse. Wondering if these baits really work? Check out Rich's YouTube videos and watch what his baits do on Spring Lake in Santa Rosa, where all his testing is done.
3: It's finally back. One ticket, two huge shows. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition plus the Spring RV Show return to Cal Expo March 9th through the 12th. It's the largest event for outdoor fun. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition returns to Cal Expo with acres of exhibits filled with everything fun for water, trail, road, and more. Plus motorcycles and ATVs too. And boaters, you'll find all the latest models including tournament ski and wakeboard boats, runabouts, cruisers, pontoon boats, personal watercraft, and a huge selection of fishing boats and loads of boating accessories. But that's only half the story. See hundreds of the latest RVs, diesel pushers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, and more at the Spring RV Show. Four huge days, one location. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the spring rv show at cal expo don't miss northern california's premier event for fun starts march 9th at cal expo for discounts and more information visit twohugeshows.com
0: and now back to ultimate bass with
3: kent
1: brown oh man it's uh it's crazy in this studio today Sepp's here without maryland so he's uh really doesn't know what to do so stick around the next two hours ought to be exciting oh man it is so exciting to watch the uh the red crest going on back at uh charlotte north carolina lake norman and uh man does this place have some beautiful homes and boat docks in it and uh you know just want to find out a little bit we wanted to go live to charlotte and go live to red crest well who better than the guy that started it all with major league fishing bass fishing hall of famer uh my old buddy gary klein what's going on gk
9: Hey, good morning, Kent. Oh, I tell you, it's a different day today. Not a <laughs> cloud in the sky. It's cold. The wind's blowing. So, uh, hey, this field's really, really going to tighten up.
1: It's going to tighten up. It's been fun to watch all week long, and and uh, you know, man. I mean, I, okay, there was part of me that really wanted to see KVD get into that championship round, possibly his last championship. Uh, you know, and 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 uh, with him announcing the retirement, and and uh, and you know, obviously a lot of our uh, guys that you root for there, but um, you know, no surprise who's on top of the knockout round right now with Brian Thrift. If you're at Charlotte and, Nor- and Lake Norman,
9: oh, exactly. I mean, this is a lake that he grew up with. Uh, the big surprise to me is that Andy did not make the cut. Uh, you know, Andy fished really good in the qualifying rounds, but kind of stubbed his toe. Uh, you know, in the knockout round yesterday, and it kind of goes to show that, you know, again, this is Andy's home lake. Uh, you know, he's he's operating out of his house. That's how close he lives to this lake. Yeah. But uh, you know, yesterday with the overcast, these fish got off of targets, and that was uh, probably the really thing that hurt Andy. Um, but anyhow, it's really cool to watch it on live because there's so much strategy that these anglers are using during the course of this competition from the qualifying round. Then to get into the knockout round, uh, you got to remember, too, that Brian Thrift, I think, qualified like 19th. Yeah, barely made it in. Barely made it in. Yeah, so one has to ask themselves, you know, was he really, really uh, trying or (laughs) was he just kind of watching score tracker and using it to his advantage knowing that he didn't have to go and burn any fish. So, um, like I said, it's been fun watching.
1: Well, exactly. And, you know, if you go back and you look at Dustin Connell, you know, who dominated day one. And then, you know, boy, in day two, the wheels fell off for him. And he kind of went in scramble mode about halfway through that day as well to make sure he made it into the knockout rounds. And looks like he's going to be scrambling today as well, you know, down there, and he's down in like 14th right now.
9: Yeah, well, actually, uh, you know, he hasn't caught a uh, scoreable fish today, and uh, you know, but hey, his bite could come on with the sunlight, right? Uh, you know, he's really catching them on a jerk bait, and those fish are sliding up on the shoals. The second day of the uh, qualifying round, it was just dead flat, real humid. The water temperature was pushing sixty-five degrees, and all of these fish came up. Right. I mean, they're they're you know they're cruising. A lot of bed fish, so. It's going to be interesting. You know, the big lead that uh, Brian Thrift had yesterday, you know, he weighed seventeen twelve, caught that kicker right there at the end. Yep. Uh, but now, you know, he's sitting there and he's only, well. Three pounds. I'm at score. Well, I'm sitting here looking at a score tracker and he just recorded another one, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah, he, he might be in control of this thing all the way to the end, but we're going to have to watch it play out.
1: Well, it's going to be fun to watch, and the live coverage as always has been great and and fun to uh, you know to watch what's going on. You got the big outdoor show back there as well, uh, and probably no better place than uh, than Charlotte to attract a bunch of fishermen.
9: Yeah, we had a packed house yesterday, and if that's any any indication of what this weekend's going to be like. It's going to be really, really a fun crowd today
1: yeah it's going to be uh, going to be a lot of fun. I talked to some of the guys that were back there, Unfortunately, I had a boat show in Sacramento. I could not make it out but uh but it was uh I, I wanted to be there um you know, I could let you buy dinner if I was there, but that well
9: hey dude i I have the next best thing to Kent right I got Scott Sanders here.
1: you got Scott Sanders there, and, you know <laughs> the next the only other thing is if you were buying dinners, it'd probably be coming through the window at a taco bell. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> hey, did, uh, you probably weren't on hold. I don't think when I had my my first guest on the show today, uh, Logan McDaniel Gary. He won the Wild West Bass Trail up at Lake Orville last weekend, and twelve eighty six big fish.
9: Oh, I oh, I know. I was watching the coverage on that, and uh, you know what a toad. Yeah, but that right there goes to show because I guarantee that that fish came from the efforts that the Chico Bass Club used to do on Orville for years. With Floridas. That's right. They would do an annual stocking up in the West Branch uh, from money that they raised, and they would put straight Floridas into that lake. And, of course, you know, that's just a big old trout-fed Florida fish Orville's full of trout, yep. and I guarantee you Orville's got some other toads swimming around in it, also.
1: Oh, absolutely! They, we call them unicorns up there because they don't show up very often. But when they do, they uh, they definitely announce themselves with a present. Hey, let, let's talk about a, a new sponsor on your boat, on your jersey. Uh, obviously, after such a long tenure with Rapel, they have uh, done some other marketing things. But you've you've got a great new sponsor that you are uh, you are involved heavily with.
9: Oh, exactly. Yeah, and, and what you're referring to is our Black Bass Stewardship Group, which is a company that Stephen Bard and I both own, and we are the ones that provide the fisheries management for Major League Fishing.
1: And yeah, you guys are doing a great job with it. And and uh, you know, the big deal with Major League Fishing, obviously, with the uh, you know with catch and weigh and release, right there in the boat. Uh, Those fish aren't going for boat rides and they're not in live wells and being handled a lot. And it's just such a great thing for the fishery.
9: Well, exactly. What we're trying to do, though, Kent, is take it way beyond the competition. Uh, You know, with our data collection, working with the state agencies, uh, the big DNA project that we uh, started last year is huge because what we're doing is we're working with the state agencies across this country and we're providing them access to data. That they do not have the funds or the man hours to, uh, uh, you know, to compile on their own. Right. So every every state agency has their own folder. They have access to it, and all that data is provided to them by Major League Fishing through our Fisheries Management Division, and it's making huge uh, inroads. You know, we're trying to bring all of the fisheries across this country, state to state, together. For example, we had our first. Uh, four hour conference uh, uh, last month. We had 22 states and we had 85 fisheries biologists on a four hour conference call. So that was uh, just the beginning of our vision with uh, fisheries management division our black bass stewardship group and kent you know you know me better than anybody and you know the experiences that i've had fishing across this country the big stringers the big fish smallmouth largemouth spotted bass the challenge that i'm taking upon myself with our fisheries management division is i want to make sure that we improve fisheries for young anglers to experience the same opportunities that I've had across the country. Because one thing for sure is that in this country, we are not building any new reservoirs. Right. So we have to focus on the reservoirs that we have, and we have to ensure that we have habitat restoration. We have, you know, uh, you know planning of good quality fish, and that's why the DNA project is so important. So we're definitely working uh, to improve fisheries, maintain them across this country for all anglers to enjoy
1: man that's that's awesome and and uh it's such a great cause and and uh and you know really something that's been fun to kind of follow along and watch what you and steven and uh and the crew have done back there hey man i heard you got a, an opportunity to be on the water with the new uh, live Pro Lowrance's <laughs> and, and Active Target Two. Right, my my brand new boat's in the garage, and now I'm I'm one step behind everybody. I got it now. I got to get Active Target Two and Live Pros, don't I?
9: Oh, without a doubt. Uh, you know, with the the new high definition three one transducer with uh, a uh HDS Pros, you know what I can tell your listeners, and it is the most crisp that I've ever seen. Yeah. And my active target, Two now, I'm looking out at 120, and the definition is absolutely mind-blowing.
1: Well, Kyle Grover, Rick's son, told me the same thing. Lake Havasu, he was running the new active target on his boat, and he said, "He said, man, I'm looking twice as far as I used to.
9: Well, not only are you looking twice as far, but the clarity at that distance is unreal. I mean, it's second to none. Yeah. The, the detail... Just blows me away.
1: Uh, that's awesome. So, you were on the water uh, just uh, doing some demos with it?
9: Yeah, I actually spent two days on the water with Lawrence and with the press. Uh, so, while the anglers were competing, I was out in the middle of the lake beating around, finding old docks and a blown out bridge and, you know, <laughs> mark, marking schools of fish and then coming back on the active target and showing them, you know, picking them out there at 120 and then moving in on them and letting them see how. The clarity of the active two is uh, something I've never seen before.
1: Uh, that's awesome! Uh, great products, great company uh, with Lawrence, and uh, and you know it's so uh, uh, so cool to see that stuff out there, man. I know you're super busy. We got a chance to hang out with you this morning, guys. Redcrest is going on Lake Norman, Charlotte, North Carolina, all weekend. The championship round. They're going to cut to ten tomorrow, and somebody's leaving with three hundred thousand dollars. Going to be fun to watch, see if Brian Thrift can pull it off on his home lake. That's what everybody's predicted. Uh, There's a few guys down that list that would like to change that. Um, You know, a lot of uh, amazing fishermen. We've, uh, you know, the west side's kind of rooting for Cody Meyer. I just want you to know we want one west coast guy in that top ten, Gary.
9: Well, you know, Cody's such a a, a good uh, spotted bass fisher- yep. fisherman. Yep. And uh, you know, he can adapt to these changes, so you really can't count any of the guys out. Of course, my pick was Edwin Evers. Uh I know what Edwin's doing. I've watched him fish on live. I know the lures that he's throwing. And I really feel that Edwin has an opportunity to close that gap and uh, you know, really make a big run for the title uh championship you know tomorrow. Uh, You know, as a side note, what's really cool about Saturday and Sunday here at Red Crest, you know, Stephen and I have a large Major League Fishing Management Division booth. And in that booth, we actually have a classroom set up. We have mossback structures, uh, and we actually are going to have 40 uh, scouts that are going to be in our booth today and tomorrow, and they're going to be earning their merit badges uh on fishery uh management and conservation and they're going to be taking a test tomorrow in fact i just see two of them walking in today awesome that's pretty cool to watch them walk in with little tournament jerseys uh but we actually have a test put together for them so they're going to have to pass the test you to sucked, it. You sucked at ta-
1: hey you sucked at taking tests when you were younger
9: well yeah if it didn't have something to do with fish though you see and this is all about this is all about fish. so i would have aced it you would have you? Been,
1: i would have aced it would have been fine buddy we got a roll it's so good to get to hang out with you uh red crest guys don't miss it it's uh it's going on this weekend hall of famer gary klein buddy appreciate it and uh we'll talk soon bud as always thank you ken you got it oh man always cool when we get to hook up uh with bass fishing hall of famer stick around guys A future Hall of Famer possibly coming up.
0: Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown. We'll be right back.
8: Are you spending another weekend watching Zona? Van Dam and the Major League Fishing Pros swinging fish after fishing in their Nitro boats? It's time to let Gone Fishing Marine and Dixon move you off the couch and onto the front deck of your very own Nitro or Tracker bass boat. Gone Fishing Marine carries a full line of mercury-powered Tracker Aluminum and Nitro fiberglass boats. And their award-winning service department will keep you on the water. Check out gfmarine.com or just bring your trailer hitch down this weekend. Gone Fishing Marine.
4: This message is brought to you by the Lake County Watershed Protection District with funding from California State Parks Division
1: of Boating and Waterways. Hey, I just got my recent copy of Bass Angler Magazine in the mail the other day. Already gone cover to cover with it. You know, Mark Lussain and the crew do such a great job putting together, you know, information locally from uh, right here around the West Coast and the anglers that are going across the country, including Coverboy. Big show, Terry Scroggins. So check it out, the newest and latest edition of Bass Angler Magazine. You ought to be subscribing. It'll come right to your mailbox. About 20 bucks a year, use the code RADIO when you sign up, and you'll get four copies of Bass Angler Magazine sent to you, and you won't have four fish in the live well anymore. You'll have that full limit. I can't wait to spend some
4: quality time with my son fishing this year, teaching him about casting, how to choose baits, set the hook, and how to be safe on the water by always wearing a life jacket. Save the ones
3: you love. A message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways.
0: And now, back to Ultimate Bass with Kent Brown.
1: Hey, guys. Last weekend, the uh, Future Pro Tour had their big championship classic tournament uh, down at Lake Berryessa. And uh, and also uh, in that was the uh, was the uh, youth uh, championship as well. And uh, you know this guy, you know I could I could have called and talked to his dad because his dad and Danny Sazi won the uh, overall title and the championship. And it's not that big a deal because Caden Cross uh, put it all together the day before and won their uh, won the uh, the uh, junior championship. I'm not sure exactly what they call it, but joining us this morning, my buddy Caden Cross, what's going on, man? Hey, man. What's up? Ah, good. Are you wearing that ranger hat I gave you? Oh, definitely. All right. All right. Well, I didn't see it in any of the pictures. I was going to send you a note, you know, but, uh, man, great job last week. It was cool. I've kind of followed along. You were doing great going into the final day and you wound up winning and, uh, I was super excited for you. Yeah, it was a tough weekend of
10: fishing. You know, the, the weather changes were pretty crazy. We were battling some pretty crazy
1: winds and rainfall. And it was just finding those fish that was the hard part, yeah, exactly right so so were you uh were you catching a lot of fish or
10: uh I've managed to scrape together a limit, but I only caught five for the day. My dad and his partner probably caught around ten scraping together a good limit for themselves,
1: right, right, now you fished with them in the boat, right, yes, man, I tell you what when you catch one, they're probably going, oh, we could have used that one. Yep. <laughs> so how are you? How are you catching them at Barryessa? You know I hate that place, right? Oh really? Oh yeah. You know what? I mean, you know it's S is just on the way to Clear Lake is all it is. You know.
10: Well, we were catching them on a lot of things. You know, we were throwing a lot the first day, trying to figure out what they were eating. Uh, second day, we kind of got them dialed in. My dad was throwing an A rig across the, some underwater channels, and I was behind him with the drop shot Danny was throwing a jig and then you know we just managed to catch some good ones
1: yeah no absolutely you guys did uh, you did awesome it was cool to see your dad and uh, and Danny win the uh, the overall championship as well and and uh, so is this the end for Danny I mean uh, now you're moving into uh, you're moving into be your dad's full-time team partner or what
10: Yep, that's and for him for the future pro tour. Um, now he's kicked out since he's won two of them. Right. But uh, next season, me and my dad are going to come partner up and kind of go farther up in the fishing. Fish some and that's teams. where, Yeah, that's where Sacramento Black Rifle stepped up and made that possible for me and him to partner up. And we're going to be fishing the BBT for the northern region. Awesome. This next season, yep
1: awesome that's going to be uh that's going to be pretty cool and and uh and you know I, it's so great to see you guys get involved and uh, you know and i know you've been doing it forever now are you going to get involved in high school fishing at all or are you just going to kind of step over that and fish the tournaments with your dad no i think i'm going to step over
10: that i started young and kind of fished past that yeah and with the high school you kind of need a partner and i already have my dad as a partner and i can fish the pro tournament so i think i'm going to step up
1: to that that's awesome man and a, and a great move and uh and that's pretty cool so so what did you win winning the uh winning the championship
10: last year was a uh a new boat it was right. a classic Tracker xl right and this year was five hundred
1: dollars nice nice did you uh no you didn't win last year right no i didn't win last year. oh you won last year too so this is two in a row for you then yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man, that's awesome. That's so cool. Well, you know, obviously you heard I had Hall of Famer Gary Klein on just before you kinda opened up opened up the show for you. Uh you got a favorite? You got a favorite on, you know, the Bass Pro Tour, the Elite series? You got a couple of favorite anglers you follow? Probably Cody Meyer. Yeah, he's a good one to follow, especially, you know, if you want to fish out here in California, so Uh, So that part's cool. Buddy, really, uh, really appreciate you. I know it's hard to get, you know, hard to get a kid awake this early on a Saturday morning if they're not going fishing. You know, I'm always awake. I'm ready. All right. That's awesome. Oh, man, so cool. Caden Cross, guys, the champ last week, the future pro tour and, uh, watch out for him, uh, him and Danny this year, uh, as they go into the BBT and, uh, and a lot of the other events. So it's going to be fun, man. Always fun to see you do good buddy. And, uh, you know, my daughter lives up there where you live. So I'm going to come up there and you're going to have to take me fishing on those ponds. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. All right. You got it, buddy. Danny Cross's son Caden cross. Always fun. We get to hook up. Yeah. Congrats to Danny and Danny, uh, on winning that deal as well. Stick around guys. We got one more break.
4: That's Ben Green Insurance, 626-290-0888.
1: Ben Green Insurance. Hey, I'm so excited to get an opportunity to put some miles on the new 2022 Thompson's Toyota Tundra. Uh, I will tell you, we're seeing 2021. 21 and a half on the highway. Uh, you Tundra owners know just how important that is, and uh, it's a it's a great new truck with a three hundred eighty-nine horsepower twin turbo V-six. Uh, awesome new uh, new cab and and just a great truck plus you have Toyota bonus bucks out there to win if you uh, if you catch them so get out there and check out the all new 2022 Tundra give the folks at Thompson's Toyota a call or stop by 14040 Road in Placerville at thompsonstoyota.com
4: there's nothing more peaceful than fishing just me my pole and some bait oh and my life jacket of course i like fish but i don't want to end up at the bottom of the water with them save the ones you love a message from California State Parks Division of Boating and Waterways
3: It's finally back. One ticket, two huge shows. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition, plus the Spring RV Show, return to Cal Expo March 9th through the 12th. It's the largest event for outdoor fun. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition returns to Cal Expo with acres of exhibits filled with everything fun for water, trail, road, and more. Plus, motorcycles and ATVs, too. And boaters, you'll find all of the latest models, including tournament ski and wakeboard boats, runabouts, cruisers, pontoon boats, personal watercraft, and a huge selection of fishing boats and loads of boating accessories. But that's only half the story. See hundreds of the latest RVs, diesel pushers, fifth wheels, toy haulers, and more at the Spring RV Show. Four huge days, one location. The Sacramento Boat Show and Off-Road Exposition plus the Spring RV Show at Cal Expo. Don't miss Northern California's premier event for fun. Starts March 9th at Cal Expo. For discounts and more information, visit 2 Thank <laughs> you.
0: and now back to ultimate bass with kent brown
1: who said i couldn't fit that many guests into one show we pulled it off today uh hey all weekend long don't forget the big sacramento boat show and uh and rv off-road show going on uh, been there the last couple days there are a ton of boats on display at cal expo uh several buildings come down if it's uh you know if it's too rainy too wet this weekend? Come down and hang out with us at the Sacramento Boat Show. Uh, you can stop by Gone Fish and Marine in Dixon and pick up discount coupons. They've got them down there in the showroom and uh, and stop by the Gone Fish and Marine display. I don't know what they've got. About 40 boats there on display. So uh, plenty of trips back to Dixon on Sunday night, I'm sure. But it's going to be a lot of fun today uh, and tomorrow. The Sacramento Boat Show going on at Cal Expo. And uh, you guys can kind of follow along as well, man. Watch uh Watch the uh, Red Crest unfold. Somebody's going to win three hundred thousand dollars, and uh, man, it's going to come down to a shootout of uh, of the best of the best. Uh, to, you know, today, the rest of the day, it's live majorleaguefishing.com and uh, and also uh, tomorrow so you'll be able to kind of follow along, keep an eye on all that so uh, we'll be watching to see who's going to win Redcrest and, and see who's going to take home that $300,000 first place prize. A lot of water coming down guys be careful, wear your life jackets and your kill switches. Fishing's coming uh, you know if that motor wasn't running so good last time or you need to get it in for service, now's the time don't be doing it when the sun comes out, you're going to want to go fishing. Alright, we got to bail out of here we'll see you guys at the boat show today